Welcome home. This is Audio EXP for the 23rd of October 2021. And the title of this episode is The Twelve Masks of Halloween. Grim and Perilous Studios is in the spotlight this month, as voted for by site patrons, and expect that feature with Adam Rose to be live on the blog before the end of the month. Now, last week was a juggling act. I wasn't even here, but a version of the podcast went out anyway, with a look at the genre police RPG tip series in the second half. I was out at a week-long festival called Scotland Lost Anime, and it's a chance to watch some anime on the big screen. Sometimes British, European, occasionally even outside of Japan or world premieres. The festival has grown. The awards, uh, the one from the judges and one from the audience, are now even media events in Japan. So much so that we have to wait a day or so before finding out who the winners are. The jury gave their award to Fortune Favours Lady Nikito, which is a lovely slice of life, and I recommend it. The Audience Award went to Sing a Bit of Harmony, which I also recommend, and I will use somebody else's clever summary of Skynet meets Glee to describe. But the anime that they both beat, surprisingly, is Belle, and I think Belle has every chance of winning an Oscar. Directed by Mamoru Hosada, and he's the guy behind The Boy and the Beast and a Wolf Trojan, Bell is an optimistic view of the internet and VR. It's a vision in which it contains a cautionary tale, though, one of identity and responsibility. It's a version of Beauty and the Beast, as so many of Hosada's works are. At times, it is stunning. At times, it's moving. And sometimes, it's both at once. Of course, the world keeps on turning, even when I'm at an anime festival. And this week has been busy with RPG and geek news. It's not all good news, but some of it is. Fazio Publishing was, as Geek Native reported, brought to a standstill by freelancers who put down tools and refused to engage with the company. The demands? Well, the final request was to accept the newly formed Pazio Union. Pazio did so. They did so voluntarily, but I think it's impossible to say that they did so without pressure. As you'd expect, Pazio say they want to get back to publishing Pathfinder and Starfinder games. The union also wants to rewrite contracts. The two, though, can hopefully happen at the same time. Even the bad news has some silver linings. Astral Tabletop, a virtual tabletop that was so generous over the lockdowns, is now on ice. Platform development has been halted and the founder has moved on. It was in partnership with DriveThruRPG. Listeners will know how I've pointed out how important the connection between virtual tabletops and marketplaces like DriveThruRPG is. Now, DriveThruRPG will be keeping a reduced astral tabletop going. It will be cheaper, but not free, to access its top tiers, although there are still free options. Six More Vodka's Degenerous RPG is no more. The game was beautiful, produced by a European studio that usually works in movies. It had its own system, which was pretty good, but fitted the bleak world of this post-apocalyptic, infected and ruined mainland. Even going free-to-play wasn't enough to save it. 
it was too expensive to make and there's not enough money in the hobby. Now, does that mean the RPG bubble is about to burst? I don't think we're in a bubble. Yes, the lockdown has helped the tabletop gaming industry in a way, but we've always been dreadful. It's a hobby industry and it tends to ebb and flow, rearranging itself to fit. And an example of this rearranging is Asmodee, who might be on sale for billions themselves, moving their RPG titles to Edge Studio. Edge had previously committed to Star Wars, the RPG license that Fantasy Flight had and then went missing during the rearranging. However, this week they finally got their English language website live and confirmed more Star Wars RPG content was coming. Star Wars isn't 5e. Although Edge is making a 5e version of their other main RPG, L5R. Blaze in the Dark and the Forge in the games that it empowers are not 5e either. And one of my favourite games is Thawing Out, leaving the cooler and escaping to bring its own darkness with a Forged in the Dark version. That game is Tribe 8 and the new version is Tribes in the Dark. Tribe 8 is my favourite RPG that I don't own. I got to play it a few times and each time was a harrowing experience as a supernatural refugee. It's also the 12 Masks of Halloween tradition here at Geek Native in which the countdown to the 31st is marked with costume masks. Each one you can buy but, of course, not in time for this year's Halloween. And here's what we've managed so far. Mask 1, Warhammer Skaven. Well, actually, it's a hall cosplay made by a prop maker, but it still has a mask. Uh, mask 2, Squid Game. And how could I not include that for 2021? Mask 3, Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean, made by a fan, but it's good enough for the movies. Mask 4, an Animotion Werewolf. An Animotion means Animated Motion Enhanced. Mask 5, Neon Fox, which brings us up to today. And stay tuned for what goes live tonight. And none of this to say there's not been much blogging as usual on Geek Native. There is a generous preview of the forthcoming Amazing Encounters and Places for 5e. You can grab about 50 pages of this supplement in the form of the Sky Isles adventure and check out some of the battle maps on display. There's also a recommended and terrifying list of D&D Halloween themed one-shots from the writers at the Everhearth Inn. They've put Mask of the Worms as the top suggestion. The winners of the 2021 one-page dungeon contest have also been announced and you can buy all 70 in a low-cost bundle. The top place went to This Place is a Zoo. And speaking of bundles, and to wrap up, grab the Fall Noir series and Weird West RPG content in a Deadlands Noir deal from the Bundle of Holding. And you can get started on the Warhammer Fantasy roleplay for just a buck at Humble Bundle. This is also the first time anyone has ever had the chance to buy a digital copy of Warhammer 1st Edition. And cheaper than cheap, it's free. And if you need some Halloween greeting cards, perhaps to send folks on Discord or Telegram, then you can download a whole bunch from Geek Native and our friends at fun.com. And on that note, let's wrap there. Keep safe, enjoy the anime, and we'll see you in next week.